Hi, do. How are we all? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. I'm not yourself? Too, yeah, I'm alright. Yeah. Have a little slurp of coffee. Have a bit of coffee. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do a quick reminder to everyone before we uh, kick off this week. Uh, just a reminder, we are on SoundCloud. Uh, it now has an auto uh, posting feature, so uh, the episodes are going out at the same time on both SoundCloud and YouTube because mm-hmm. we can po- I can set them both to go out at uh, 5 p.m. British time, which is nice. Uh, the only issue at the minute is it does not have a thing where you can link it to your Twitter and/or Facebook and announce it on there. So do make sure you go to the link in the description and follow us on SoundCloud if you prefer SoundCloud over YouTube. Which, for a podcast, I don't really fucking blame you. No, that's it. Um, right. So, well, uh, now on to uh, this episode. This episode, episode 576. Point um, three. So, uh, we're actually in the mid-30s now. Um, it's weird. It is. But, yeah, we're going to keep on We're gonna keep on rolling with the traditional format, or yeah. so to speak. Uh, we act, I've actually started with six new stories today, but... For a change. For a change, but uh, we've still got a video game to talk about. Uh, we've got a few movies to talk about because there was a little bit of a selection in there that I quite uh, piqued my interest, shall we say. Aye, aye. Um, yeah, so we're going to start straight off with the game, um, which is We Happy Few. Finally, a full release after two years? About two years. It was announced mid-2016. I think Early Access came somewhere around that time and then... Yeah. Um, shit happened. Basically, um, the game is if you played the early access, and then you'll know it got uh, taken off early access uh, after it was announced that there was going to be a PlayStation and Xbox port because they got in touch with a is it uh, Gearbox Publishing? They were able to do it. Through? Actually, this is like one of the only games I've seen that is actually coming out on PlayStation, Xbox, Microsoft, Linux, and Mac all at the yeah. same time. Well, Linux, Mac. And Windows was, I think, you had, you could get the the pre the alpha, the early access from Steam on all of those. And then they got in a deal with Gearbox for Xbox One and PS4. And then the game apparently has drastically changed from the early which, access. Which I'm not being funny. It generally happens that way anyway. I mean, we've had so many games that were in early access. I mean, we were talking about this earlier. We've had games that have been in early access. Then they've had a uh, they've had a partner up with some development company, so they can b- broaden their horizons. And then they leave the early access up, then change the game, then release the game, and then you get pissed off. Now they've now they now you've got a developer that's done what they should have done in the first place, which is to remove the early access, and then change the game, and then given us what I believe is actually quite an interesting trailer for what this game's going to be. Yeah. Um, I think they've done it right, to be fair. I mean, I get that they've changed the game, but when games are in early access, it's because they're still in under major development. They just want you to have a get a feel for what they believe the end product will be. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily be, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be that, but this is what they envision the game should be like. But then everyone's going to have ideas know, and change I th- things. I think there was also a, a, a thing with the, the Kickstarter for it, but I, I don't know... Well, this is the issue with Kickstarter. No slash remember what the whole um, thing with that was. Um, if I can find it, I will put a link in the description. 
If I can't, go do your own fucking research because I've got like two days to get this video ready. In fact, I've got one day to get this video ready, so, um, you know, it might be a bit ru of a rushed a video. The audio will be fine. Well, the audio is always fine. Yeah, the audio is great, but, uh, yeah, video-wise, you might want to get up, have a leg stretch, maybe leave us on the laptop and turn on the Nintendo Switch or Xbox or just, PS4 or boot up a game and rear roll me. yeah do do something um but from what I've seen so far so I've watched um a few minutes of gameplay I've watched the trailers the game looks quite interesting to me I like the backstory uh, in the game, um, the fact that you know the the Nazis they won, then people you know had to do bad things to stay alive, then yeah. they decided to create a drug fueled dystopian world where they could forget about it all. And you're a guy that stopped taking this drug, and yeah, I mean to me it looks like a really interesting style um, of survival game because that's what they are listing it as as genre. Yeah. It is supposed to be a survival adventure style game. So I'm getting a, a bit of a feel of the, um, in terms of gameplay, the later Lara Crofts. Yeah, um, I think we could probably the roll with that. The later Tomb Raider games, um, that, that sort of... Uh, it, it looks it looks very story driven, yeah. um, as it should be, but I, I, I don't know, I, I quite like, for me I think it's just... I don't know. There's there's almost like a little sense of horror in there as well. Yeah, a bit of a spooky, um, spooky almost, atmosphere. I want to say to me, this is almost like a Clockwork Orange, the game type. I and you're playing as uh, the the guy you're who's being attacked. Not, yeah. Not not uh, not, the, not the not the psychos that are attacking. You are the one being be, attacked you are the by the psycho. Um, that's, yeah, I could roll with that. I, I, I kind I of. Could. This is why I kind of. I've, this is sort of like why it's piqued my interest in this game. It, it's now. I'm not gonna lie. A Clockwork Orange, the game. Assuming that there wasn't some shitty old NES port or something, which yeah. there might well have been. Yeah. I think a, a modern A Clockwork Orange game, based more on the book because there's a lot more content than in the film. Of course. Um, would work fantastically. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm kind of I'm quite interested to see how this game pans out. Uh, it's it's not going to be a game that I potentially buy on release, but it, it will be a game that you know, as soon as there's a good price going out there for it, you know, I'm definitely going to buy and have a have a bash. Have a, it, have a, it, have it a looks interested. Yeah. Um, before we leave the gaming world, there has been uh, one bit of gaming news this week. Um, oh, what's it bloody called? That new pirate game that's come out. Um, you know which one I mean, don't you? Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Um, On Stranger Tides? No, that was uh, that was um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, he's looking it up. He's a good lad. Sea of Thieves. There we go. So obviously, as a lot of people know, this game came out. Its trailers displayed that you could do the moon and back, and then it came out and didn't deliver. As most video games do. So now, they've released several updates, and people are now singing its praises for doing the updates that have made the game roughly what it showed in the trailers. Right. 
And there's a big controversy. Obviously, some people are on the sides of, yeah, you know, they, they deserve... They, they fixed it. It's like, no, they didn't... And then other people are saying, well, no, they didn't fix it. They gave us the game that they said they would. Mm. Which is an interesting one. And in terms of the game, I, I don't like the game. Div, div, irrelevant of content... I've not actually played the game. I've seen a bit of play. I've seen a bit of gameplay. I, I am it. basing it also purely off uh, footage that I have seen. But um, I don't know. I mean, it's mainly online, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's an online thing. That's that. That's where I lose interest. Yeah. But like I said, how, was... how do you feel that they've they released it saying it's going to have all this on release, released it as a half finished thing, and now they're updating it and um... people are singing its praises? What do you? Not just about this, but about that when games do that in general. Well, we can name a few. We can name several titles here. Destiny. Yeah. Um, is it Fallen Skies? No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. That was it. Um, you know, all of these games that have basically been overhyped to hell. Um, we get told that it's going to be, you know, revolutionary in the way that games are played, and then reality is, is that it's not. I, I feel people should be fucking used to it by now. You know what I mean? It's it's happening but, but more and more in the gaming should... world. I mean, it's this is what happens from a lot of smaller time developers. Because but this this isn't small time. This is Microsoft. Uh, the developer was rare. Yeah, but it, it was being completely funded by Microsoft. Yeah, but. This, I, mean, I think they are owned I mean, by Microsoft I mean, now. I mean, to be fair, um, there's, but, there's two words what, that no, 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 no. There's two words in there that make me laugh. British, British and, and Twycross. <laughs> basically, they've basically developed this game in a zoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't know, guys, in Britain, Twycross is most famous for its zoo. Yes, Twycross and I zoo. Over half um, it, most the of that zoo of... is a monkey zoo as well because yeah. it is a monkey sanctuary. So basically, they did. Isn't over half the area of Twycross that zoo? Or yes. a good chunk of it. So to me, um, Microsoft paid a bunch of monkeys <laughs> to develop a video but, game and then pissed and moaned when it didn't turn out the way it was supposed to. But, but should people be putting up with this? Should they, when the game come out, go Should we put no. up Fuck Sh you, Microsoft. Don't should give we, us this no, shit. Should we put up with it? No. Should we be used to it happening by now? Yes. They're two different concepts. Mm. I mean, I get used to it. I get used to I get used to watching trailers of videos. You go and watch a movie trailer and then you see the best bits in three minutes and then you go and watch the film and then you're looking for those best bits and lo and behold... The best bits are three minutes long. No, or the best bits that were in the trailer didn't make it actually to the final cut Marvel. of the film. Marvel! Yeah. So, Sorry, I've got um, a bit of a cough, guys. This is this happens all the time, and it's just something that happens in this entertainment business. Mm. See, I... you're sold a product, and then when you get the product, it's not all it cracked up to be because of the magic of advertising. See, that's why I do praise indie game developers strictly. Indie game, you know, ones who are self-published, self-made, because what they make and then they release it. They release it. This is what the game is. They may be bug fixers. There may be added content. Yeah, there may be developments but, and updates. But and what they work. say is going to be. I'm going to throw a game released. out there for that then, and I'm going to go with the long dark. 
Yeah. Because The Long Dark originally came out as an open world survival style game. Um, and it, that was basically all it was. It yeah. was just a survival, re- gather resources and survive. Yeah. Then they added the story. The story was still waiting for. Um, I don't think episode three's been released yet, but we're still waiting for it. The story adds more. Now Hinter Games has actually um, partnered up and gotten massive development because the game is now coming off PC and going to PC and console. Okay, yeah. Um, and in the last six months since they've had that deal in place, the game has updated itself, had new content, changed little mechanics to make them better. And But when the game was released, it was, this is a game where you are set in a freezing climate, survive. Yeah. Now you're getting more. Not, this is a game that's going to give you all of this extra shit, and then when they release it, it's just this open world survival game, which yeah. is what that was. They told you what it was from the start, and have now developed that idea, and have made the game into something better. Mm. See, this is where the advertising, once again, comes into play, and it's all down to the advertising, and... Of course, people want to see oh, what things, you know, could be like. I mean, we all look at a Big Mac in the adverts and look at it and go, well, a Big Mac don't look like that. Yeah. Because we've had that. You've been to McDonald's. You've had the Big Mac. You know it don't look like the adverts. You're used to it being better looking in the advert. And unfortunately, that is how advertising works. Oh, yeah. Things normally look better in advertising. And Sea of Thieves is no different. They advertise the game. Then sold you the product, but the product wasn't as good as the advertisement. Yeah. We should be used to this by now. A can of Red Bull doesn't give you wings. But on the flip side, people should stop. The advertisers should stop. We should be looking. Doing it. Yeah, we we should should go to a More of a truthful advertising. Yeah. And if if they don't do that, we should say, well, fuck your game then. Um, Great game developer I'll I'll throw out to in relation to what you were saying about um, your long dark. Uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine. Uh, first two episodes were done on a... I think it was a basic engine. I can't remember which one, but it was one of these standard engines that, you know... Everyone you has get, access You to get free it. with your, your I want to be a de- game developer kit. And um, then uh, when the third episode came out, they um, they built it on a new engine. Uh, the, the two engines were completely compatible. Um, but it it made things run a bit smoother, and I think it improved on the combat. Don't quote me. Um, but rather than uh, which, obviously, uh, other game developers would just leave the old two on the old engine. They updated the first two episodes to the new engine, and then they were like, "Okay, here's the new engine." Uh, all three episodes are now on that new engine. Episode four continued that. Uh, episode five, I believe they've slated an October release date. And uh, we should have all five episodes of Bendy and the Ink Machine on the new engine. And like I say, these first two episodes have been upgraded. So I'll sing their praises for that. This is it. There are some good game developers and there are some awful game developers out there. But yeah. And it's not even the developers, it's the publisher. You've got to stop promising the moon then delivering me a rock. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, advertising needs to be a little bit more truthful, but they're never going to be completely true. And the, the, they're going to be less and less truthful unless we as um, consumers stand up and go, Oi! I mean, the fix best, it. 
I mean, yeah, that's it, really. We you need know, to stand up and we be need heard. To just, we just need to... I mean, boycott games if that's what it's going to take. Yeah, completely. I mean, it, it, it happens, you know. Um, certain games have been boycotted over the last few years and it's dropped their Steam ratings down yeah. to abysmal. I mean, GTA Five is one of them, I believe, weren't it? It, it, was, it had a really good Steam rating and all, all of a sudden it went really shit. Yeah. And it happens, you know. Um... And then the developers listen and then they start doing what they need to do to keep you interested. You know, that's that if that's if it works, it works. So maybe we yep. should start thinking about Same it. Same with the whole uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 EA. You know, we need to stop saying, "Oh, of course we'll pay to be able to win a game." Yeah, but then but then because because people said that we weren't going to pay to win, they've changed their reward system a bit so it actually is more likely you can unlock better content through just playing the game yes and that was because people voiced their opinion and they they were listened to and also they had mickey fucking mouse breathing down the neck saying yeah. uh, listen you motherfuckers if you don't fix this game i'm gonna rip that license from you and sue you back to the fucking stone age <laughs> <laughs> now sticking with Mickey Mouse, we're going to move straight into films now. Uh, no, unfortunately, there isn't a Disney film. Yes, there is. Is there? D Christopher Robin. Is this Disney? Yes, of course it's fucking Disney. Winnie the Pooh is Disney, you dickhead. Fuck, of course he is. Everyone ignore me. Um, so you always do. So yeah, so uh, this film's coming out on the third. So uh, really close to you guys listening to this, hopefully, or you know, miles away if you're catching up and you're now in you know 2020 or something 2020 um so this is christopher robin this is basically disney's attempt at making a live action uh winnie the pooh you've got they're doing like what they did with hook and they've got yeah where peter pan grew up this is where christopher robin has grown up and basically he's gone into boring adult life um and is in need of a bit of help yeah, of coming back to being you, a child. You remember when they needed to put the bounce back into Tigger? Well, they need to do it to Christopher Robin. And this time. the only way to do that is to have basically had all of the uh, creatures of Thousand Acre Woods disappear, and Winnie the Pooh go to find Christopher Robin and drag him back there. It looks like a really good film. Um, I'm not just saying that. Um, it does look like a good it does. film. Um, I like the fact that they've not gone with overly animated teddy bears and whatnot. They've used what looks to be quite genuine looking teddy bears uh, a teddy bear like you know some to play the characters of the thousand acre wood because let's not forget 100 acre wood or 100 acre whatever um, I explain this to your daughter a hundred's a bit different than a thousand it kid it doesn't really make a difference to me um, either way the acre wood um, the woods the woods they were always supposed to be toys and obviously being a cartoon you can't always get the feel that they're toys yes yeah. Eeyore's tail had a button on it, you know, th th that was about it, you know, they looked... There was a nail one holding his tail on, I think it was a nail. Nail, button, something was holding his tail yeah. on. Yeah, but yeah, they were meant to be toys, but you, but you in, struggled to get it across. But now, they are toys, and that's what I like, yeah. I'm, I'm liking this. Uh, but no, it's coming out soon for you guys, um, there, there's supposed to be a musical element to it, comedy element, family... Film as it should be is Winnie the Pooh, so I'm I'm quite looking forward to to watching this with yeah. the little one and yeah, seeing, now, seeing I've what seen, they've done I've with seen it. the next one uh, trailered 
and I'm just going to briefly mention it. It's called The Darkest Minds, and it's um, a world that's run by adults. Anyone under 18 is basically killed because the person in charge doesn't trust them. Is it bad I could almost see that becoming a reality in some scenarios? Yeah, but... Like here's the, the issue. The, here's the, the old issue. rich right. people get so stuck in their ways that they think that it's like only going to be them, and they're like, "Well, you're dead, and you've ended but the you, world." But let's say that this was to happen, and you feared anyone under eighteen, which would mean that basically getting pregnant and having children would become illegal. Um, yes, you'd never stop it, but it uh, the there would be very few children. The certain amount of birth rate would drop dramatically from what it is now to almost nothing. The death rate would continue to be as it is, <laughs> yep. although the death rate may rise if they start killing under 18s, which would basically mean pure extinction of the human race within a couple of hundred years. Yeah. So, would this ever happen? No, because we would die as a race. But I could see some people wanting it to happen. Yes, though. possibly, but if it was to happen, the human race would go bye-bye within a couple of centuries, if not sooner. Just based just based on death rate alone and the drop of the birth rate, we would... It would literally be, like this film is, a group of teen resistances. They would, you would basically end up with a few hundred or few thousand people throughout the planet. Well, the only way that childbirth, the only way that child rate would still happen, which doesn't make any difference anyway, because as soon as a teenager turns 18 and they were in the resistance, what, do they then just have an instant personality switch and then yeah. start fearing 18-year-olds? Like that's that's the thing, as, as smaller as... Because there would be people who would have kids, regardless. Yeah, of course. Um, any of these... Uh, Including the teens, more than likely, yeah. as well, because that would be the only way to sustain it. But even then, that teenager would then... It doesn't make sense. No, it it, I agree, make but, sense. but there, I can imagine there would be people who would want this. It just And to those people, they need a slap. I don't know, it just... Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Um, moving on. Moving on. Um, then we have another awful telling of a film that's going to be ridiculous. The Meg. This I is know, not, it is this not, is not the Meg, Meg Griffin. It's not about Meg Griffin. <laughs> um, this is about the Megalodon. How apparently there is one Megalodon left and Jason Statham happens to run into it and has to rescue a submarine full of people because... Hollywood. Jason, what are you doing? Yeah, this is what I thought. I mean, Jason Statham is normally very well known for his straight-to-DVD release films. Then he's had a couple of... Uh, you had the Transporter films yeah. and the Expendables. Yeah, um, and then obviously, but even then, you had Crank, which was straight-to-DVD. Yeah. You've had a lot of straight-to-DVD release films. And don't get me wrong, a lot of them are pretty good. But he is the modern day Steven Seagal, Jean Claude Van Damme. Even though he's still getting on in years, but yeah, he's a tough man. He should be... he's, he's he's an English hard man that does hard man films, which unfortunately nine times out of ten end up going straight to DVD. Yes, because currently Hollywood doesn't want to put or money in. Straight to Netflix as it now. Yeah, it now straight happens. to Netflix. Um, That's what you've got now, kids. Um so when I see the Meg and see that apparently it is also coming to cinema release, yeah, I weep because I, I feel I, that this is almost like a career killer. Yeah, it could be. I mean, or he's still going to obviously uh, probably have his safe, secure spot in the Expendables franchise. Yes, but then at the same time, I just this is 
This is Jaws. This, this is, is Jaws. This is Jaws. This uh, is a Jaws new. This is Jaws Deep Blue Sea shark film that's basically yeah. been done so many times that the only way that they could decide to put a twist on it is to go with the biggest shark ever to exist. Yeah. Um, mainly, and I'll tell you why this is happening. This is because, what was it, about nearly 10 years ago now? Yeah. Um, there were sightings of animals being killed in the sea that couldn't have been killed by anything other than sharks, but the bite marks were too were similar big. to the size of a blue whale sort of thing. Yeah, they were too big to have come from a great white, no matter how big great whites get. Yeah. Um, and there were, it's opened up this entire theory that the Megalodon still existed, because obviously we don't know enough about our seas. You know, there is... Well, we know more about space and the universe than yeah. we know more about our oceans, basically. So, the theory is that the Megalodon or a Megalodon could potentially still exist. Okay. Right? I'm not going to go against that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I won't, I won't argue. We don't know enough about the oceans. For all we know, fucking mermaids exist. Yeah. No, I won't, I won't argue that there could. But, to do a film about the Megalodon is basically... Ridiculous. Yeah. It Because shark films are so stupid nowadays. Sharknado. I mean, uh, I, mean I watched Deep Blue Sea 2 the other day. And it's even worse than the first one. And I actually liked the first one as a film. Um, because it was a shark film about intelligent sharks. It made sense. But then the way that they've done this one, they've overcomplicated matters. And it just is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and I feel that the Megalodon, unfortunately, the Meg is potentially going to ruin Statham's career. Yeah, it, it's going to take him a while to claw that back because more than and anything... Don't get me wrong. I mean, I could watch this in a few weeks' time and what, oh, yeah. what, what like the film. But at the we're, same time... We're giving our prediction based pre on what we know and, and from the trailers. Sense. And it just... And also, there's no one for him to punch or shoot. Yeah, he can hardly shoot or punch that thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not completely convinced by this film at all. No, the trailer, I'm... the trailer screams cheese. The the whole concept of the film screams cheese. Yeah, um, I'm sorry, but I've had enough of cheese. Yeah, you know what I mean. All the what was it? It started with scary movie. Then it was paranormal activity. Yeah. And then it was Sharknado, and um, now it's it's um, The Meg. Uh, I will just say, uh, we're going to end The Meg now. There is a, a film coming out called uh, Black KK Klansman, or Black K Klansman. Yes, Klansman is spelt with a K, so you end up with KKK. It's about a... I'm not going to talk about it more than saying it's about the uh, uh, one of the first... Uh, black cops and he's trying to get rid of the KKK and it looks good go watch it he ends up becoming the head of the local chapter of the KKK um, it's supposed to be a biography because it's based on true events it's a comedy a crime drama film as it would be uh, considering the racist yeah nature of the film um, it, yeah it, it should be a good film because it is a true story um in actual fact, Ron Starworth, I've seen I've seen a bit about him because he still goes to Klans, Klansman now and goes 
give me a hug. Yeah, yeah. And I love the man. I think yeah. he's absolutely Obviously, fantastic. this is a bit more dramatised because... But whole... you'll also see in the film, I imagine, that he is actually shunned a lot of the time by the black community because of his work with he, the KKK. Uh, it actually shows that in the trailers. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a black woman who's part of the um, black power movement. Uh, and in the trailer, you literally see her group say, black power, and then you see the KKK go, white power. And then he's just kind of there like, well, cock and balls. Because he's obviously for human power. Yeah. You know, every motherfucker. Grey power. Yeah. Be your black, white, or fucking Call rainbow. Call upon the power of grey school, my friend. Yeah, that's what you'll need, lad. Uh, but yeah, go watch it. looks good. It should be a good film. And it's one of those films as well where it's right on point with a lot of what's going on in society today. Yeah. Um, and it it, it, it it should be a good film. And it, the guy, like I say, Ron Starworth, go and, go and look at him, even if before you go watch the film, go and look at him and his actual work because the man is, it, it really is a legend of, yeah. of what he does. He is basically a modern Martin Luther King, you know what I mean? That's that's who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Next, we've got a film that I actually only found out about today through flicking through IMDb and looking at what's coming out. And this is a film called Alpha. Now, the film is set 20,000 years ago uh, during early man times. Um, oog, oog, ag, ag, the basic premise of the film is about a young lad who is learning to become a man, goes out with um, the elite hunting group of his tribe and gets lost. Um, basically, and has we to... don't mean the DVD box set of. Yeah, he basically um, ends up having to learn how to survive by yeah. himself in the wilderness. During this time, he rescues an injured wolf pup, nurses it back to health, and the wolf pup stays by him. And this is basically the story of how man got man's best friend. Pretty fucking much, guys. How we learn to harness the power of the dog. wolf and the dog. Um, and to me, it looks like it should be a really, really good film. So, um, basically, very... what this film is going to say, guys, is you can blame this fucking movie and that kid in it for sausage dogs. Yeah. <laughs> basically. And fucking little... Oh, what are they called? Them little rats. Uh, Chihuahua. Chihuahua, that's the fucker. Uh, but no, I, I like the premise of this film... The cast is very much unknown, uh, to me anyway. Hey, I'll, I'll rock an unknown cast, um, you know but, what? I'll give them chances more but the than cast, the well-known ones. But the cast, I believe, have been chose to look very aborigine. Style of caveman, dark skin, uh, you know, dark skin, almost native Indian, American that, Indian that type. That sort of skin, yeah. 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 Which is what a lot of uh, early man would early have been. Man like. would have been yeah. Um, but no, it looks like a really good film. It's out um, 17th of August, so it should be one that you could go and watch with the family. It's PG-13, so if you want to take the kids, you can take the kids. It's but... probably just more uh, a bit of violence. That yeah, might spook a, a, yeah and a bit of violence. I wouldn't worry about sex and no, uh, no, nudity it, and swearing. Well, from what I've seen uh, from the trailers, there is parts where the dog um, is fighting a, a, like what looked like a mountain lion to protect him and stuff. So it's just going to be a bit of a blood and graphic Yeah, a violence. bit of blood and violence. Um, then... Shut up, phone! Then we have um, The Little Mermaid. Now, this is not a Disney rendition. No, that that is 
Bye. Uh, that is... Uh, he just closed the window. Well, minimised the window. Uh, that is coming out in the next couple of years. Um, but no, this is a... Basically, a young girl um, and a reporter find um, a creature that they believe to be a real mermaid. Um, and, yeah. A that, whole lot that's of, the film. A whole lot of hilarity and... Well, not hilarity. It's more of a drama film. A whole lot of shit happens people being humans decide that it, they need to imprison her and look at her and it's basically a, her a and similar thing to things like peach dragon yeah that sort of that sort yeah that sort of mcguff i wasn't going to use that actually i was trying to think of what it was but now i can't remember so <laughs> um i was going to use something else but now this... it, it's reminiscent of like um those two girls that claimed there were pixies at the bottom of the garden. Oh, fairy tale. Yeah, the, but it that's what it was called. Yeah, fairy tale. Yeah, I know the movie was, but the, that was based on like a real life thing, wasn't yeah. it? Where they claimed for all their I life. I found a fairy. And then, <laughs> and then at frog. the bottom of the garden, <clears throat> and then when didn't one of them reveal it on their deathbed that it was a hoax? Yeah, yeah, uh, that's what I was thinking of fairy tale. Bit like that. Um, or even you could tangentially Iron Giant. Yeah, because the government wanted the Iron Giant. Yeah. There's another film we're going to talk about that's going to be reminiscent of the Iron Giant um, in a moment. Yeah. Um, but this next film, I really want to watch because this is... He showed me that... I've not seen fuck all to do with this. He just showed me a trailer and... Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to pay to see the fucker. No, but, but it's definitely one you're going to watch. I'm going to, I'm going to wait for a Netflix and then uh, have a Netflix and chill. Um, and by the way, when I say Netflix and chill, I mean literally I'll... Watch Netflix get naked and chill out. Watch Netflix and just have a fag and wank and yeah, scratch your ass. Yeah, um, pretty much. <laughs> this is the Happy Time Murders. Now, if you don't know about this film, go and watch. I'm gonna say just watch now, the trailer. Go and watch a trailer, and I'll wait for you. Think I was long enough? Hopefully. <laughs> um, well, hopefully they put it on pause. Well, you'd hope. You'd hope. I wouldn't hold my breath though. So we are dealing with the internet. This is a film by Brian Henson, um, and you might recognise the surname because of Jim Henson, who created... Is this, his, is this like his second cousin twice removed? No, I believe this is just his son. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I knew it was his son, I'm taking the piss. So, this is The Puppets, The Muppets, but adult versioned. I mean, the trailer basically tells you that, considering the fact the first line of the trailer is... Um, can I suck your dick? Um, can I suck your dick? I'll, I'll, I'll suck your dick for a dime or something yeah. like that. Um, so, you know, this isn't one to take the kids to, okay? This is an adult film, okay? Yeah. 100%. This is the film that when you was a kid and then you developed into a teenager and then you started watching The Muppets again and then you was thinking, this would be great if it was like... Had a bit of blood and guts and yeah. gore and sex. And then you're going to get that. Uh, the whole premise is that this is... Basically, think... If you want me to relate it to something, Ted. Yeah. Uh, but the idea behind or this... Or Sausage Party. ...is that um, the puppets are now at home. They're just living day to day, yeah. as they do with humans. Um, and puppets are then being taken out one by one. Um, these are all to do with an 80s TV show. It's the original cast of some show. They're being taken out as a hit melissa mccarthy uh, joins up with the puppet on the lapd and they basically run riot they they, they do uh, a around uh, la and yeah. 
try and solve they the murders. They do a ride-along style thing, yeah, basically. take in pure ecstasy and whatever else. It looked really funny. Um, Shut up, phone! I know that a lot of people um, that have seen the trailers when this was out and I've seen the on Facebook, a lot of people are like, oh my God, you've ruined the Muppets. Oh my God, this is ridiculous. I'm telling you now, Jim Henson is going to be doing fucking twirly-woos in his fucking uh, grave. Uh, uh, but, but when this comes out, I guarantee you'll get one thing uh, on the news. And the site around Jim Henson's grave has been closed due to a tornado warning. Because he'll spin that fast. But at the same time, I'm really glad that it is Henson doing it. Yes. Because it means... It'll the, still be true to the Muppet. It will still be true to Jim Henson's world, basically. And that's what I like. Um but no, um, it's out on the 24th of August. It'd definitely be a good one to go and see. Now, one that is going to be ridiculous to see is this next one. Uh, about 10 years too late. Definitely. Uh, and that's Slenderman. Now, the trailers don't look awful. No. But the trailer, it, it, they've done it as a very disjointed psychological type way. Yeah. Um, which is why it looks good. The film, on the other hand... I don't know. I don't... I'm not going to hold my breath. I'm really not, no. I mean, it just doesn't look like it's going to be a good film. Like I say, it's 10 years too late. If this was done 10 years ago, we could be talking very differently now. We could be talking very differently. We could be talking quite a lot of money, but quite I think a lot of until, hype. Until people are able to raise the bar from films like A Quiet Place... Yeah. That was a fantastic film, I will say. Horror films aren't going to be very good for that's, a while that's going to be that's going to be the pinnacle for a little while at least I mean yeah so I'm not I'm not going to spend a lot of time on Slenderman due to the fact that it's just going to be your run of the mill psychological jump scare horror film yeah um, uh, with an unknown cast because I don't know anyone in that cast I think I've heard of the uh, Jerry uh, Joey King guy but I could be wrong also the director Sylvain White never heard of either no I like I say I think I've heard of Jerry King but I think if I have I was like bored reading the credits and it was something like guy in left with black shirt yeah. you know that sort of now this next film is another family orientated film yeah. to PG um, this is Axel, um, spelled A-X-L. Um, Axel is a top-secret robotic dog who is found by a young teen called Miles who uh, basically finds him, rescues him, pulls some sort of spike from him and then becomes his owner. Yeah. Um, yeah, and what happened to my voice then? I'm going through a second. And then he basically protects him from the government agency that built him and st tries to stop them from taking him. It's very much free willy, iron giant, all that kind all of, of that type of stuff. But it e. looks but it looks really good. Um the lad um the the lad in it Paul. He, he yeah he drives a motorcycle. The dog turns himself into ramps to allow him to jump out of things and it looks really good. Um to me it it's like those old 90s style kids films and I, I, I'm liking this I'm, I'm, I can't wait it looks like a good film be one that the kids should love because you know most kids love dogs yeah um, and robots so it's very modern it, it just looks like a good film to me I, I'm, I'm looking yeah, it looks, to it yeah uh, it looks alright um, but yeah um, also the cast once again 
relatively unknown. I think I know Ten McGinley. Yeah, I think I do. Um, I don't know why, but no. I'll, I'll have a look at that later. Um, other than that, we are pretty. And you know much what? I will. I will done. sing the the praises of um, these films for using unknown casts. Um, I will sing their praises for that. Bring in some new blood. Um, also, this month I have been to the cinema as is ordered most times. I went to see the first Purge. And is it good? Because I thought the first Purge should be good. You know what? It's it, fucking fantastic. I thought it would. Be. I want to go and see it again. I even, you can ask Tropico guys. Tweet at her. I wanted to go and see it again. I want the DVD release. It explains a lot. It explains how the purge got started. Which was the point. Which was the point. It explained why murder is the key thing. Right. Um, obviously, because any crime is legal. You could go and hack a bank or... Go and rob a bank or, or whatever. But it explained why murder is the primary thing. My guess is the control population. Yes, but it explained how all this yeah, came yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. sort of be a thing. Um, the uh, it, it, it answers the questions we had. It shows how it got through. Uh, it explains uh, the, uh, more about um, the new founding fathers, which are obviously the, the controlling government who got, you know, it explains how they got in and what's been going on and how the purge happened how they got it uh, through, uh, and all the rest of it. And it's got a really solid story in it. I'm going to tell you a little thing. You know the key black guy you keep seeing? There's basically a point in the film where you go, they fucked up by going to his neighbourhood royally. And he just, he goes... Well, it looked like that from the trailers, to be fair, because it was just like... He was like grabbing shotguns, going, "Yeah, you t- you came to the wrong part of town, bitch." They they went to the. There is a point where you. There's two points. There's a point where you think they came to the wrong neighborhood, and then there's a point where you know they came to the wrong neighborhood, and he just goes fucking Rambo. Yeah. He just goes full on. Which is why I like. Which Rambo. is why I like the premise of the trailer because yeah. it just looked really. It good. It is a fantastic film, guys. Um, which is good because the original. The Purge, yeah, was a good film. Yeah. Then they started doing the sequels, which I'm sorry. They... What was there then? The Purge Anarchy and then the Purge Independence Day. Yeah. Because the Purge Anarchy, the Purge was obviously just here's a film. This is the premise. Yeah. Some blokes pissed someone off, and now they're going to go and terrorize. Anarchy his house. was um, more out and about. What if you don't have all this protection they had in the first film? Yeah. Uh, then the third one was about a statesman that wanted to get rid of the, the purge, purge and was gaining momentum. And was gaining momentum, and so they tried to have her killed. And then now they've had to go back to the first purge because people were like, "Right, well, how did this all begin?" Yeah, I think honestly, I would I would settle for one more film, and I would settle for the end of the this purge. is the like, the final purge where I'm talking. The government know they've lost. Like they tomorrow morning, the documents have, been, have got to be signed that end the purge. So they're gonna go full out, kill everything. You know, we will get our last hurrah. Yeah. Um, but it was a really good film. Or I wanna. Or they do a purge film, 
that's a little bit like the Rick and Morty episode about the purge, where the poor, the poorer people decide instead they're going to band together and wipe out government on purge night. Mm-hmm. That that is also a potential. But like I said, I would settle for a last purge, for a final purge. So um, and um, I was going to say something else then. Remember the black guy in the first purge film? Vaguely. The the, the guy, the homeless guy who got. Came yeah, in and, I'm uh, guessing he's the guy that's in the first film. Not said, but it wouldn't be beyond the realms of possibility because of the age for it to be the, the same, same guy. Of he's sort of saved his little community, quote unquote, and now it's like he does this on purpose. He pretends to be a homeless guy to take out all of these other motherfuckers who yeah. purge. Um, and that, like I say, I don't know if it's still at cinemas. If it is, go watch it. If it's not, Jesus, the second it comes out on Netflix or VD or Blu-ray, go and watch it. So I'm going to end films with this last one, which is Bloodfest. Oh. Um, and that's just because while we were talking, I was just reading the synopsis. Okay, okay, okay. Um, it's a comedy horror film, which is why I'm going to talk about it, because I love comedy horror. I think horror comedies is a great way of doing a horror film because you get you can get those so you like the Funhouse massacre and shit like yeah, that yeah mainly because you can get those really big heart racing jump scare moments but then sit there and piss yourself laughing about it a second so, later so you're also a fan of the uh, 70s 80s literal horror movies because of how much cheese there isn't comparison yeah, exactly. to nowadays um, and then I love I, I used to love the original scary movies um, you know, I love that. I love that sort of comedy horror genius because it's it's a very weird emotion when you're sat laughing at something because it's so funny, but at the same time you almost want to shit yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this one. Have you looks... seen the Funhouse Massacre, by the way? Uh, no, I don't think I we have. watched it the other night, uh, and the, there's literally a scene like that. Um, there's a, one of the girls who's one of the main characters has rescued someone. She's trying to help him out. Uh, the, basically, the idea is that killers have taken over a funhouse. Right. Um, but the funhouse is based on those killers. So there's like a dentist that killed people and they set it up. And basically, one of the actors who doesn't know what's going on jumps out. Your heart goes because you think, shit, one of the killers has got him. And then this girl, who to make things funnier, is dressed as a bumblebee and is the nice girl whacks him straight in the nuts and he crumbles. Oh, what did you do that for? Oh, sorry. (laughs) But your heart's going because he's just jumped out and gone, ah, and you're thinking, before your brain's registered, you go, shit, it's a killer. They're dead. And then, oh dear. So, Bloodfest looks quite interesting, actually, now I've read the synopsis. Basically, they're all... This is about a festival that celebrates... Iconic horror films. Okay. So, okay. Saw, so like, yeah, Halloween, all of that blah. sort of like slasher films, whether it's real slasher films or made up ones. Um, my mean, guess is I'm that. I'm looking a... at the poster. Top left looks a lot like the pig from Saw. Yeah. Middle one looks like Hellraiser. Although he's got some sort of dagger in his hand. No, that's the guy behind him, look. That's the top right guy. He's holding a knife like that. No, he's not. He's holding a knife like this. Oh, no, I see it. Yeah, yeah, I see it now, yeah. Um, the top left looks like Saw. The other two are a bit ambiguous. The middle one sort of looks like Pinhead. And then obviously the there's, uh, there's like, vampire, like, there's like what looks like vampire fangs or monster fangs around. Yeah. Um, 
But anyway, the idea behind it is that the, the everyone's gone to this horror uh, movie festival, um, and basically, the showman of the um, festival is a mass murderer type thing, and people start dying off, and then you uh, it focuses around three teenagers who know more about horror because films. Because it least. is always teenagers. Yes. It's um, basically they know every single horror film cliche known to boot. Um, and that yeah. moment when you're too sad. Yeah. And um, they basically are going to use all of their horror film knowledge to save the day. So with these three teenagers, I'm saying two boys and one girl who, why a nerd, is somewhere between Angelina Jolie and Scarlett Johansson in terms of looks. Yeah, more than likely. Um, He's going to try and find a photo now. Let's just have a quick look. Yeah, I'm looking at that that second... Good Anne. Yeah. 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 She's not bad looking. No. Yeah. But no, it does... Yeah. Yeah. Fat Fat guy. Fat Asian dude. (laughs) Skinny white nerd. Hobber, 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 hobber if I were ten years younger. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this just looks like... I mean, this it's cheesier looks... than my feet. Yeah, um, but I'm guessing it's going to be funny. Oh, here we go. We can see that. So yeah, one def- one There's... looks like a mix of Saw and um, the the pig. Uh, one looks like like Kylo Ren, but with like a dagger. Like a dagger. One looks like Saw meets. Oh, what the fuck was its name? Uh, Chain- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And the other guy. It's, it, it looks like it's Negan. Been... It's Negan with a longer beard and glasses on. Yeah. And bolt croppers. But no, I think looking at the synopsis of the film and the cast, just because I've now seen the cast, it is going to be pure cheese. But it's going to be funny. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I know it's going to be funny. Um, and it's out on the 31st of August, which is odd. Because this sort of film, to me, screams, why aren't you releasing it on the 31st of October? Or the... September, at least. And yeah. then you get you pay your bit extra, do the month and a half or two months running cinemas, and th- get your... Oh, no, I think this should have been released, basically, a day before Sometime Halloween. Sometime in October, basically. Yeah, and done a Halloween release. But either way, I think it's going to be funny. I think it is going to be funny. Um... Yeah. So we'll have to see. But yeah, so we're going to move out of films now and we're going to start going into the Metro because we are still nattering your ear off. Uh, but we're, we're not at an hour yet. We're only at 50 minutes. We ain't we're... getting through these in 10 minutes. You know we're not. No. <laughs> this could be an hour and 20. Hour and 10. It's not going to be our longest. Our longest stands at nearly two hours. Yeah. And that's not including the stream ones. No, the stream ones used to go for a couple of hours. Yeah. Easy. Right. Right. But the standard recording format... They the longest one of those hit an hour fifty three. Yeah, but we had a lot to talk about. We it did. Was the re, it was basically like a reunion show. Yeah, we hadn't come back. We we'd just we'd been gone around. a while. Um. Anyway, so the first story from the Metro today. Today would be the twenty fifth of July. Just in case you want to know, is a schoolboy was banned from the school talent show because he was wanting to do a drag act. Okay, and the school, <laughs> the school said it was against the law for under 18s to do drag acts. Um, I want to see the legislation. Seriously, if I I will I will listen to the school. Can anyone find me? Because I know 
I think now, legally, doesn't every country law have to be available online for free so More you know likely, what yeah. you are and are not breaking? If you guys can find I, me... I can, debunk th- I can debunk this straight away because when I was 14 years of age, mm-hmm. I did a drag act in school. Ah, I sang either... Sweet Transvestite on a stage in front of parents and students and teachers in a miniskirt and a wig and, and a corset and they all laughed and singed and danced and fucking had a lovely time. But if you can find me the bit of legislation, yeah, because it would have had to have come in. It would have had to have come in literally within the last like ten years. Yeah. So if you guys can find me that bit of legislation, please do. And I'm telling the comments. You, I'm telling you now that this would have been a law that would have been publicised. Yeah. Of course it would. And also, here's another thing, right? Dressing in drag. You know what I get the feeling they've messed up. With. Just wearing clothes. Yeah. And. At the same time, there is also this lovely group of people known as trans. Yeah. Who dress in other people's clothes yeah. or change their sexuality to feel more, feel, you know, feel more comfortable, comfortable within, within their own body. Yeah. yeah. And that's not against the law. No. I get the funny feeling that, because I know the only thing is homosexual intercourse is 18 not 16 because a lot of people want that changed in this country yes and i'm agree- i agree with them yeah if, if you can have straight uh i'm gonna straight sex at 16 but gay sex has to wait till you're 18 fuck off yeah that's not fair that's not equality no. that's discrimination so you know so you're saying i can go get a girl pregnant at 16 but i can't shag a 17 year old who He's gay and knows he's gay and his daddy being gay. That ain't right. Yeah. Uh, not that I want to chag 16 or 17 year olds. Let me make that clear. <laughs> I'm on about if I was 16 or 17. But if you did, it would be legal because they are of age. Yes. It'd be wrong morally. Morally. But, but legally, legally I can't be touched. Legally, it's a grey area in my opinion. Um, but no, I mean, to be fair, from the pictures that are in the Metro, the lad looks like he would be a very good drug act. Yeah, looks fucking hilarious. Now, the reason I've chosen this particular article on it, not the original article, is because there's been a bit of an update. Right. And he has basically been allowed to... He's basically been invited to showcase his drag act at Drag World, which is basically a drag festival. Um, with the biggest conveniently enough this will be banging time for his summer holidays as yeah. well um, and uh, it's Europe's biggest largest celebration of drag uh, it's taking place next month um, and it means that he is going to be able to perform him uh, doing doing his act in front of people that love drag yeah. with the biggest performers of drag and could potentially kickstart himself a little career here and I'm Really oh, yeah. happy with that, and I bet the school now are kicking themselves. The school now, so like, so they, um, so they agreed to let him do this. I'm guessing after hearing the school uh, um, said he could fucking whistle. Um, uh, we're ex- so they're saying they're excited to have him there. The event takes place in London in Kensington's Olympia in London, August eighteenth and nineteenth. If you want to grab tickets. Um, I just want to see if there was an update from the school. Michelle King, principal at Castle Academy, said, Castle is an inclusive school that celebrates diversity. With regard to the performance of our student, Lewis Bailey, at the end of Total Show, we made the decision that it was not age-appropriate for either the learner or the intended audience, his peer group, for Lewis to appear as a drag act. 
We understood Lewis wanted to style his performance, characterise a strong language and sexual innuendo. And the decision was made one day before the planned show when the full nature of his performance was made known. We respect the long tradition of female impersonation in theatre, however, to appear as a drag queen goes beyond this. No, it doesn't. No, it's the same thing. A, I don't think he was going to do anything um, sweary or sexual for the school. I was 14, I did Sweet Transvestite, put my lay across a fucking six foot three burly bold bloke and kissed him on the fucking cheek. You can't get much more sexual than that. No, but... I wasn't done. I, I didn't get feel, fucking arrested. I get the feeling he's not... It, that's what... No, he probably wasn't going to do no, that. But, I'm just saying. But still... I agree with you. At the end of the day, I've done this. I did this at his age. It is not illegal. The school are fucking ridiculous. At the end of the day, it, it's just wearing clothes and acting. Yeah. And it's, I have no... Pro- like, the thing is, people make me laugh when uh, they... Perfect example. I know someone who said uh, drag acts are wrong. They're not right. Um, and then I, I I dropped the conversation. And I waited a bit. And then uh, I found an opportunity to turn around and say, Fork Andles. And he said, no, Andles for forks. Now... For those of you who do not know the two Ronnies, <laughs> they were notorious for putting on a woman's dress, yeah. stuffing a bra with socks, because back then there was nowhere near as much prosthetics and no. stuff as drag actually is now, but they were not beyond dressing as a woman. and It happened all the time. So I proved that he likes the two Ronnies, two people who by all intents and purposes, did drag acts within their sketches. Yeah. Which is what a drag act normally is. So, where's your problem? But there's something here that she said that is completely and utterly a lie. An inclusive school that celebrates diversity. Uh, No, you don't. Because if you did, then you would allow him to do his drag act. So, no, you don't. You're not an inclusive school. You're an you're an exclusive school that abhors diversity because otherwise you'd have let him do his act. Yes, it may have had a little bit of strong uh, language in it. Even if it did, he probably wouldn't have started saying "fucking bastard." He probably would have said "bloody," yeah, and "bugger," yeah, right. Which isn't that bad, no. For a start off, and second off, it's a drag act. Of course, it's sexual innuendo. But the idea is that. At 14, 15, 16, that is the age where teenagers Guess what? are awakening sexually. At 13, 14, 15, 16... He's probably kids, seen more Pornhub than you have. Kids will experiment with what they like, what they don't like, and watch all kinds. And when I say all kinds... We mean I all mean kinds. all kinds of... Po- kids do not have always the, the, the knowledge they don't that have we have. Kids don't. Kids nowadays don't have the pre, uh, the pre morally conceptual things of right and wrong. So they will go and find things that. But even then, certain websites. But I can guarantee now, again. even if you did have that preconception of right and wrong, like we were pretty much grown up with. Yeah. You will still look. 
Oh, we all looked at all kinds of porn. <laughs> all kinds. All kinds, exactly. Hey, we were young <laughs> when the uh, first horse fuck video came out. Tell me you Mate, did not Google exactly. that. <laughs> Tell me you did not Google yeah, that. I can't. Exactly, we all did. But, Two girls, one cop. But staying on a little bit more on topic, yeah. this, this school, as with all schools nowadays, are power-hungry arseholes. Yeah. They're all doing it. There's kids being taken out of school because of haircuts, because of skirts, because of jewellery, because of being on a period, which has happened before yeah, now. Yeah, I've heard. Um, no. I'm sorry, but, but, but legally you have to go to school. Yeah. So legally, a school should put up with the fact that shit happens. Unless they are being physically get, abusive to other students. I get the idea of a uniform policy, but yeah. I'm telling you now, in today's modern world, in in a society that we live in, in the jobs that a lot of these kids are going to get, they ain't going to be in a suit nine times no. out of ten. They're going to be wearing a form of polo shirt. Yeah, I wear a polo shirt and, and smart trousers to work, okay? There is a uniform, and I get that if I turned up in without you, you, my uniform on, I would be potentially punished, warned, whatever. But I can guarantee you now that nine times out of ten, if I turn up to work without uniform because of some reasoning, that most of these kids have, oh, you know, my shirts were all dirty and I couldn't come in because they were stunk or whatever else, or... Um, the washing machine... The washing machine breaking is a legit... See, that's what... Get, you know when parents send the kids, the washing machine broke, sorry, that's why I was in the shirt... And they punish the child. Hold the fuck on. A 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 year old. Ain't doing the laundry. Well, they're not responsible for the fucking laundry. They're under the care of their parents. Don't punish the child. Yeah, exactly. Because the parents are Wally and should have probably washed I them mean, a few days ago. Schools, schools. Now, I mean, we've had a few conversations over the last couple of years about schools. Because yeah. this is a reoccurring problem. Schools are power hungry. And they... I get that most schools now are business. Yeah. Okay. But, but when did that happen? Yeah. Because schools should be non-profitable organisations that are there, run by the government, to ensure that children up to the age of 16 to 18 are given a basic fundamental knowledge of the world. Yeah. Now, so Which also doesn't <coughs> happen in school. Because no. you tell me the last time, when you was in school, did you learn... How to do your taxes? No. Did you learn how to apply for help from the government through benefits, through housing association schemes? No. Was you taught anything that you use on a day-to-day -day basis now? Maybe a few. Yeah. A little bit of basic maths, language most definitely, but even then not as much as they taught you in knowledge of because how much do you use Shakespeare nowadays? Not very often. Um... So, some basic maths, because I don't use Pythag anymore. Have you used Pythagoras? Um, I did, actually. When there, I was, is, there, is, there, there are certain jobs that will need it, and there, yes, I did use yes, it. There are, there are a few occasions, but on, on a day-to-day, day, no. no. Um, other things that you learn in school that you don't, that you don't do every day. Anything to do with history. History. You take some basic geography, map reading, potentially. But even then, they don't normally teach you that in geography nowadays. They teach no. you more about how mountains are formed rather than how to look at a map and go, right, I'm on a map. This is where I am on this map. And if I want to get to this place, I have to travel 
two and a half miles. You don't learn that no. shit no more in schools. There's a lot of stuff in school that that is not applicable to everyday life. And I think that there should be a more life meaning lesson in yeah. school that is, okay, this is how to deal with the government. This is how to deal with your taxes. This, this is yeah. how this is how to call the doctors to make an appointment. Yeah. Yes, it's stuff that your parents should potentially teach you, but why not learn basic stuff like that in schools as well? You know, and I think that I agree. I think that and the whole education system as a whole, we need I to start looking at other countries that have changed and altered their education yeah. systems and it is actually providing better yeah. results. Now, going back to the uniform thing, uh, in most of the jobs, in fact, all of the jobs I've worked during summer, the men were most definitely allowed to wear shorts. Oh, every yeah. job ever. However, <laughs> nowadays, there are a lot of jobs that are banning shorts yeah. as well. Why? But the jobs Why? I've had, they all they all did. So stop banning shorts because that's just going to kill someone event. One day that will kill someone and then you are going to be facing a lawsuit. Um, now, in, a, in regards to the skirts, there was one job. I was I was in charge of people. And a girl came up to me and she said, you know we're going on this job next week? I said, yeah. She said, you know it's going to be really hot. I said, yeah. She said, can I wear a skirt? I said, and this is what I said, and I can almost quote this. You can. Bear in mind, sweetheart, you will be working at height with about 20 other men. They will look. I promise you this. Why don't you wear shorts? And she said, that's a really good idea. And I then went into my desk and handed her my tool station and Screwfix Direct catalogue because they do work shorts. Guess what? She bought a pair, got them on, I think, next day delivery. Because what we gave with one hand, we took with the other. You know, I made my stuff work. And he knows he's worked with me before. I, I would make people under, because he was on the same level as me, work. People who were under us worked. But they got the job done. They got to have fun. There is none of that in schools anymore. No. Right, let's move off schools because we could be talking forever about schools because they are yeah. ridiculous. Next, next, another angry topic to talk about is dogs being left in hot cars. This This particular story is about an angry woman who has confronted a man who basically got the dogs out of the car um, while she was inside a shop. She's saying she was inside the shop for about two seconds, two minutes, that sort of thing. Two hours. He's saying bullshit because I arrived at the supermarket. This car was already out here. I took a photo of your dogs inside the car. I then went into the supermarket, went around the supermarket, bought my shopping, came out, and the dogs were still in the car and the car was in the same place. They rescued the dogs. They gave the dogs water. One of the dogs is a fully grown um, staffy. The other one is a pup. A puppy, for God's sake. Um, and she is very angry. Now, I'll tell you why I've also chosen this story. Not just because I do not understand how anybody leaves anything in a hot car. Um, even lighters. Do not leave lighters in a hot car. Oh, Christ. A sp- if you do, glove box... Hidey holes because boots. it's boot because it's cooler. Or honestly, go online and get one of the cigarette lighters for yeah. your adapter. Unless you're like me, who's pulled out his cigarette lighter completely, the whole socket, oh, and yeah. replaced it with a USB voltmeter. Anyway, right. but if you have got one, or even an adapter for one, get it. And or get one of them offline. Get an electric lighter. 
<laughs> yeah. There's USB lighters now. I have one um, somewhere. Um, or um, not not the not the electric arc one. This is a slider USB one. You slide it up, and basically the same sort of metal coil that you get yeah. in the car is in it. Or if you do have to use a normal petrol or gas lighter. Get one of the Zippos. Yeah. Because they're normally resilient to a lot a hotter temperature. The plastic Poundland ones, like most of us use every day, no. And also... If you do keep them in the car, glove box, hidey hole that you keep your money in, out of direct sunlight because and they will And same with your e-cigs. Yeah. Same with your, your vapes. Exactly. Your vapes. Anything with a battery in it, basically. Yeah. Um, Hide your sat-navs away as well, guys. Don't leave them in the fucking windscreen because no. you'll come back and your and windscreen be will be gone. Yeah, it'll be cooked. Um... But, I mean, dogs are one thing, and I understand that sometimes, you know, you, you do pull up at a shop and you can't get the dog out because you got you can't, you know... If go you're going in for a, 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 a your, your lunch, for argument's sake, you know where you, you've got the quick counter, you grab your bottle of drink, you yeah. grab your sandwich, you grab your bag of crush, you give them three quid and you fuck off. All right. Because the car probably won't but cut up you do leave car. windows open, you do make sure yeah. that the dog can't escape out of the car, but is certainly able to breathe. Uh, and get fresh air. <laughs> Sunroofs are a godsend in that case. Yeah. Um, because you can open it part of the way. So long as the dog isn't big enough to get up the chair and out the window, you should be absolutely fine. But dogs are one thing. And water. Leave them some water, guys. If yeah. your car gets a bit wet, it's that fucking hot on the minute, guys. You, you can't dry. dry, I yeah. promise you. And if it doesn't, well, I'll tell you what, I'll get a towel and dry what it What I would suggest is you get a collapsible bowl, you put it in the footwell of the passenger side, you put it on the floor. Don't fill it all the way. No, fill just it halfway, put a little bit. But then when you, before you drive off, empty it. Yeah. Simple. Uh, make sure your dog's been out for a week. Yeah, obviously. Um, if you're going on a long drive especially, remember but, to stop for your dog. Now, like I say, dogs are one thing, but the, the, the other the other victims of this, which I I don't get, are the kids. You know what? I'll tell you How many about kids in, in the past couple of years have been left in a car by dad or by mum um, and then they come back to Women, the car. Women, you're not getting away with it this time. They come back to the car two or three hours later and go, oh, I forgot they had them in the car. How? You know what I read? To prevent yourself forgetting your child during this heat wave. Don't be a dickhead. Put something important or valuable <laughs> on the back seat. <laughs> What in Christ's name? What's more important or valuable than your kids? But you know what they were implying? A phone, yeah. a laptop, a tablet, something. No! Don't be a fucking dickhead. I don't think I've ever heard you, you laugh like that. Right, do you understand, right, how the human race has managed to survive for the last, like, 10,000 years? Do you understand? Because... We take care of our young. We are normally because pretty... Because our young, unlike animals that can leave their kids when they're straight away born... They can't walk, they, they cannot defend themselves. Instincts. Yeah. And we, as a species, were always of a higher intelligence to be able to look after our children in ways that animals couldn't. Yeah. And we're going backwards. And... It was said by, I can't remember which great scientist or philosopher or whatever else said it, but they did say that we would eventually value technology more than human lives and that that is the problem because then we I become... I want to say that was Einstein. I think it was. We, we, we basically are becoming so reliant on technology and we are so used to, to our phones being in our hands yeah. 
he says, as his yeah. co-host picks up his mobile. Yeah. Um, we're so used to having our, our phones, and we put, we protect our phones now more than, more than, more than most things. Yeah. I mean, what's, I, right, I, and every time you go on Facebook and there's one of those lists, you know, name the top five things that you grab if your house was on fire, the number one thing that's always on that list is your phone. I've got kids, and I still say my phone. Then I go and grab autumn, and it's like, yes, I get it because my phone is next to me, but that's not more important than my kid. No, I mean I get that my phone has pretty much every single photo on it from the last sort of ten years. But you know what? At the end of, the, I think it. But, part of me gets it in this case of I'll grab my phone a because it's there, and b you can ring nine 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 as you're legging it out the front door, but. Is that really of the ten of the five things you grab? I mean, is it that? But if I asked you that question and we had not had this pre-conversation, all right, what would I grab if I could? Right, if I forget the pre pre yeah, yeah, knowledge yeah, yeah. of this right. conversation, so and I said to you, five things, top five things that you would grab. And if I can house grab anything. Fi- you can grab anything, including people. So, fuck off, phone. Top five, top five things you would grab in a fire. Go, grab. Uh, Tropico? Yeah, I've got... It. Fuck off! The phone he's constantly <laughs> swearing at, which if he'd put on silent or vibrate, it wouldn't annoy him so much. You know what? That's a good shirt. That's a good shirt. There we go. Mute. What's funny about my phone is I have a ringtone, but you'll never hear it because my phone is always on vibrate. Good for you. So, Tropico, my phone. Uh, can I count a spare change of clothes as one thing? Yes. Yeah, okay, so a spare change of clothes... Because let's be Come honest, on, mate, you've got time, haven't you? Your ass is on fire. <laughs> fucking floors are going up around you, and you're stopping to fucking fashionise yourself. What are you doing? Oh, trust me, mate. You're burning. Believe it or not, your fucking legs on fire. And you're trying to fucking put trousers on. Believe it or not, I'd run out, start bollock naked, dick flying in the fucking wind, semi going. I'm telling you. Believe it or not, believe it or not, my clothes are actually organised. It's about the only thing in the ass that is. Yeah, well, you've got you live with a woman now. I know. But no, they always have been. Yeah, well, you live with your mum. I just grab, I can literally reach into my wardrobe and I can grab a shirt and trousers, which is enough. I'm not on about socks and underpants. Grab a shirt and trousers out and run. You've got too much time if your ass is burning <laughs> to grab clothes. Uh, so I grab, right, so I've got three. What have I got? I've got three. What else would I grab? I'd have to say charger. I'd have to say it. <laughs> No, you could go to the pan <laughs> shop and get yourself a new charger, but no, you've got to get that charger. You're not thinking. And, you're not thinking. And uh, my car keys. Your car keys, right? Go on. What about you? I'd pick my missus, my kid, my phone, my car keys, and then I'd just get out of the house. Fuck the fifth thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Grab his dressing gown as he leaves through the door if he's naked, maybe. I don't care, mate. Bullets <laughs> singing in the wind. <laughs> Your missus would yeah. most definitely stop for her dressing gown. But, yeah, I mean, I, anyway, don't understand, gun, yeah. I don't understand how people are leaving kids in the car. Dogs, I get why you leave them in the car to a degree, but at the same time, if you're going shopping, don't take your dog. Yeah, 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 that is a dumbass idea. Leave your dog at home, in a kitchen, with a fan, bowl of water. Or if it's one of them dogs that makes a mess, you can get them dog cages if you must. Or put it out if your garden is a completely fenced off, secure garden, no one's going to get in, fence is locked. Let your dog out in the garden. Yeah. Let him run in out of the garden, shade, make sure he's got Maybe somewhere shaded. Maybe leave your back door open if you can, if you live in one of those nice neighbourhoods. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. 
Don't take your dog shopping with you. And if you've got a kid in the back, make sure you grab your kid because they are more important to you than anything that you own. I guarantee it. Even if you own a fucking £1.5 uh, £1 pound Ferrari or Porsche, the kid in the back seat or the front seat of that car is more important than that vehicle. So, please. I mean, you know what? That is the one good saving grace about living in the UK. We have to have at least third-party car insurance yeah. you're just as well off nowadays getting third-party fire and theft and guess what that means if in actual whatever... fact no in actual fact you're you're actually better off now going for a fully comp yeah i know but if money's that tight go for third-party fire theft because yeah. some of them are cheaper yeah but i've actually found i've been driving now for just over a year and yeah, i've yeah, had yeah. two cars and i found that fully comp is cheaper than... in the long run yeah no no cheaper per month huh. than Third party and fire and theft, I was offered £145 a month, third party fire and theft. Fully comp, £132 per month. Yeah, but if you, so, if and you, that covered everything, including driving other people's cars, etc, yeah. etc. But if you are really that struggling that you have to go third party fire and theft, if your car gets so hot that something's wrong with it, it blows up, it's insured. Chill. Yeah. But... How? Oh yeah, also the woman that was really angry about this man getting the dogs out of the car looks like Michael Jackson. She really does. Her like her nose is so far up and her nostrils are so elongated, she looks like the you screen know what? mask. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do an impression of her. Poor dogs. Can I talk to your manager, please? So here's a quick guide for you. If the outside temperature is twenty one degrees, inside the car, within ten minutes it will go to thirty two degrees. Within half an hour, 40 degrees. That's when things start to get dangerous. Yeah. If the outside temperature, like it's been recently, is at around 29 to 32 degrees, you're looking at inside the car within 10 minutes at 40 to 42, uh, 43 degrees. Within half an hour, you're looking at nearly 51 degrees of temperature. Now, 51 degrees C isn't going to be enough to cook you because cooking, we all know, takes place over 100 degrees. However... It is going to be enough to start making the air very close so you can't breathe. It is going to make you start to sweat profusely and make you dehydrate. It's also going to make you feel very lethargic, meaning that you're possibly going to pass out. If you do pass out, you die. Pretty much if someone doesn't get to you because you will just continue to sweat and un be unable Basically, to Basically, your internal organs will cook more than you will. You will sweat to death. So yeah, stop, stop leaving you. It's so unfortunate that people are still doing this and still think it's okay to take their dog shopping. If you think that's okay, do, I can, can guarantee you do me you a favour? Unless you are a blind person, you are not allowed to take your dog into any shop. Yeah. Pretty much. Other than maybe the pet shop. Maybe the, the local off-licence as well. Other than that, you are not allowed to take your animal in any shop. Yeah. So don't take your animal to the shops where they cannot enter. That's like taking a four-year-old to Alton Towers. Unless... What's the point? Unless there's two of you. In which case, one of you take them out of the car and walk them around the car park. Yeah. Um, but... But yeah, but stop. even then, it, like I say, it's like taking a four-year-old to Alton Towers. Yeah. They're too young to go on the baby rides, they're too young to go on the adult rides. So no, they're too old to go on the baby rides, they're too young to yeah. go on the... Yeah, so what's the point? Yeah. So don't take your dog shopping. If you've got kids in the back, make sure you take the fucking kids out the back. And don't leave shit that can explode in in direct sunlight. Lighters actually say that on them, on the warning label that you'll peel yeah. off. 
You know that warning label that you <coughs> flick constantly when someone <coughs> won't shut the fuck up and you're bored of their story about how they found a fucking Twix yeah. in the glove box and it were melted? Yeah. Right, uh, get, moving on. The poo joggers are back. Now, this is people that go out jogging and then while they're out jogging, they basically squat Have a bowel movement. And take a shit. Now, this <coughs> looks to be a f- female jogger. Yeah, possibly a female. Um, and... Yes, her returning. Yeah. Um, and basically, what they do is they run around, then they need a shit, they have a shit, but they're stupid and they do it basically on camera. Yeah. And well, this what they do is, is they go behind full frontal arse shot. <laughs> they go behind like a little alleyway or you know, somewhere a bit out of public, like behind a shop. But what are behind shops? Warning: This video contains scenes that some people may find upsetting. Right. So she's been for a jog, trousers down, and she's. Mm. Leaning down, and there it oh goes. Oh my god! Go that see was, a doctor. That was that was projectile shit, people. Guys, do not do not watch this if like, you are eating. Like, like I have never seen shit come out so fast. Not like, out of a human, anyway. Oh my god, she's like made a perfect line of shit. She's still going. She's still going. This is a big shit, people, and I mean a big shit. She's made like what you could be quite easily fucking spread out to a penalty fucking space. Yeah. That is ridiculous. That and is. And I mean like it does come out like full full on force like flamethrower style. Oh uh, no no no. Is Please she... tell me she's got tissue in that hand. Please. Please tell me there's oh, tissue. Oh she just wiped her oh, ass. Oh she's just with wiped her, hand. her ass with her hand. Yeah, no, yeah no, there, was, there tissue. was tissue. There was tissue. Um only one piece mind. Um I don't think she's done a very I good don't cleaning think job. She has no. Oh no no no! Uh, she's no, got she's another gone bit. Again, she's gone again. Um, this is what this show has turned into, people. We're commentating yeah. when people take a shit. And then she's walking uh, she's off, pulling off, a kex up, and she's gone. She's gone. The video speaks for itself, and it does. So please watch the video. Not while you're eating. Do not eat chocolate ice Can- cream. Cancel the next one playing. Do not eat chocolate ice cream while ice uh, cream while watching this video. Um, <laughs> don't eat. Don't eat for a week before and a week after. Yeah, that that's disgusting. But yeah, they're back. They get some us. fucking respect for yourself and for this fucking. Because I'm guessing that what happens is a lot world. of them go out for a shit first thing. Go out first thing in the morning and then not think that you have that morning shit. No, I think what it, I think what it is. It's because before they go out for a jog in the morning, they drink like a pint and a half of fucking protein shake, eat three protein bars, which is all fucking fruit and nuts and fiber, uh, and then they go out for a jog. Which basically is like turning on a blender in your stomach. It mixes it all up, but your stomach's like, oh my God, there's so much stuff. I don't know what to do with it. I know. We'll force it through. So they ram it through your intestines and then they can't hold it any longer. And then you do what she does. You're full on explosive shit up a wall. You know what I mean? But yeah, she's dirty. The dirty bastards. But yeah, this is what we do for the views now, people. We commentate people sticking, taking a shit. Sticking with the arse end of the human body. <laughs> the we, arse end of the human race. We we move on to a woman who's trying to get the biggest arse. In the world. In the world by eating a staggering 15 jars of Nutella a month. Now, I think she's not eating enough. I think she needs to eat 15 jars of Nutella a week. Why not 15 jars of Nutella a day? Because you'd be sick and potentially have cocoa poisoning. Is that such a bad thing? No. Especially with her? But still. So, she eats 
13, that, if you were wondering how much 15 jars of Nutella is, if you could just visualise in the jars, I'll tell you how much it weighs. 13 pounds. Now that is one pound shy of a stone. She eats a baby sized amount of Nutella every month. She eats a baby every month. Made out of Nutella. Shaped like it and all. Little <laughs> chocolate fingers. And oh, lovely. Now, her arse in jogging bottoms is massive. Okay? And it just looks like a fat arse. But it's when you look at it and she's got shorts on. Yeah. From a longer way away, it's like, it's like what's happened is she sat on a pillow. Like, one, you know, you go to a posh hotel and they've got them like four foot thick pillows that are like... Yeah. Duck down and like you put your head on it and then like you sink into it like yeah. three foot. Yeah, it does. She sat on one of them, but some fucker super glued <laughs> it to her ass, and she stood up and gone. I quite like this. <laughs> Split the fucker down the middle so she could still shit. I mean, how the fuck does she sit on the toilet seat? That must take her roll of toilet roll just to wipe her ass. <laughs> it must. It's got to a done, hasn't it? Because. <laughs> if you take a shit like that jogger did, right, that's going to need... I mean, I don't think that jogger did a good oh, no, cleaning no, no. job. I mean, she looked like she had a small arse. But an arse this size, I mean, she'd have to roll up half a roll on her hand just to make sure when she wiped her fucking arsehole that she didn't get shit up her forefingers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Perhaps she just uses um, bandages, just wraps her Fucking bug brush, mate. <laughs> like the Romans used to do. <laughs> Fucking stick. sponge on a stick. Yeah, st- <laughs> yeah oldie sponge on a stick. <laughs> stick but a bug brush up now her th- this, this one has said, who are we to judge? We are the people of the bearded opinion. And we are giving our opinion on what is not just a full moon, but a double moon. I mean, she can't sit in one of them plastic... Them plastic cheap plastic chairs chair. that you fucking buy. That no because bloke will ever sit in due naked. To the, due to the... <laughs> yeah, because they split in the middle <laughs> and you get your knackers caught. But the one of them plastic lawn chairs that you see people jumping off to try and jump in the pool and it collapses under the weight of a five-year-old. She's trying to fit her ass in it and it don't fit. Because the Nutella arse of all the... Because I'll tell you what that all, that all that is. That ain't sugar or fat. That's palm oil. That's yeah. what... That is what Nutella is made out of. So she is basically now palm oil. She's no longer 75% water. She's 30% water, 40% fucking palm oil, 5% dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of it is just body. What a human should be. Yeah. Um, I mean, she says booty. That ain't booty, mate. That's like fucking, like, I don't know, like Andre the Giant's booty. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, that's ridiculous. I mean, that can't be healthy. Go on, what, what does the article actually say? Roll I mean, like I'm saying, like her ass is weirdly shaped. It it's... is. Scroll up a bit. Scroll up a bit. I want to... Her bum has a six-foot circumference. I could I could wrap myself in a circle around her ass and hang off it like a fucking... Like a fucking circle on one of that game, like that, what, that elephant game. Oh, yeah. It's not big enough. She wants to reach a milestone. Doctors say she'll be able to... The more I gain, the better bum will be. 21 stone Natasha, that's her entire weight. Most of that's in her ass. <laughs> I mean... Doctors say, apparently, if she gains more, they'll be able to distribute it better. But it's like, no! 
Well, if she gains more, distribution that way would mean that surely she'd have to sort of sit on her ass for like six months to make all that fat in her ass push down into her legs. Because that's the only way it's going to go, isn't it? I mean, you put a belt on that, she'd turn into fucking sausages. <laughs> <laughs> she would! You put a belt around that ass and squeeze it tight and you're going to get fucking six rings. I'm telling you now. <laughs> you're going to get a ring of fucking Lincolnshire sausage. Christ. Oh. I mean, her boobs are ridiculous and all. They're like she squares. Could, she could I've run. never seen square they boobs. They look like um, <laughs> Wendy's burger patties. They're like squares, mate. They're like, they're like, they were them square sweets, like gem sweets that yeah. were like squares. That's what they look like. Now, they look, I, mean, the bikinis, when... I mean, the bikini's too fucking small, isn't it? I mean, yeah, she's, well, she's done got, that on purpose. They look like she? them, like, she's like got a mankini per boob. It is. Like a thong. She's like sewn two thongs together there, mate. I mean, what did she look like before? I mean, before... Was that, she was all right. Before, she looked lovely. You know, lovely, like, lovely, lovely thighs. End of the article, nice it says, pump. baby's got back. Baby's got more than a fucking bat, mate. She's eating a baby. There's two babies <laughs> in her ass. <laughs> That's what she's done. It's not Nutella. There's just a child in each of them. Yeah, she's two. pregnant, but her fucking her ovaries and her womb are in the are backwards, and she's fucking giving birth for her asshole. Babies are stored in her ass cheeks. Oh my god! I suppose that would be a better design, really. You carrying from behind. I like. Right, I know that. Do you recognise that chair in the background there, lad? It's just a chair. That's oh. the chair I've got. Oh right, yeah. No, it's a problem with it. She's had to take the fucking arms off the chair yeah. so she can sit her ass in it. <laughs> it, it. It's ugly. It's not right. It's ugly. It's not attractive. She looks ridiculous. She's making herself unhealthy. She needs psychological Yeah. Help. Now then, continuing with the theorem of complete stupidity, the police were called out to answer reports of what was called obscene and offensive noises coming from next door. Which, to me, that would, that that would, would say, Fuck me harder, Daddy! Yeah, constantly sex, throughout sex the day. Sex noises throughout the day, screaming, shouting, abuse noises, screaming, crying, whatever. Yeah, constantly. I'm it's, not talking ten minutes. Instead, it was because of a <laughs> fart. Not just a fart, lots of farts caused by a young child playing with a fart machine. And obviously the neighbours were so annoyed by this noise continuously going Rather off. than go next door and say, excuse me. Do you think you could put the fart machine down for five minutes and just let us have fart free five minutes? They rang the police and wasted police time. And money. And money. And resources. Because those police officers were taking off a crime that was potentially in progress that was more serious. Yes. Yeah. That could have killed two. Two. To stop a young boy playing with a toy. Now, this is why I'm talking about stupidity. Because this is happening all over the place. Yeah, it is. We don't have a lot of police to uh, police presence as it is. Yeah. Where police numbers are at nearly an all-time low since the formation of the police force of Great Britain. We uh, Crime rates are rising at a dramatic rate. And we don't have the time to deal with this sort of bullshit. Yeah, we don't. People need to grow up and almost, not vigilantism, but they need to sort of like, deal look with at it a problem that they can solve quite easily without things escalating and just go and have a word. Yeah. 
No, no, no. Excuse me, why is there a lot of farting going on? Yeah, Do you have gas some, Yeah, problems? someone ill or, you know, could the farting noises just stop for a few minutes? At which point he probably goes, that little bastard, I'll deal with it, don't... You yeah. little fucker, put that down. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, that that's a lot quicker. What in earth happened there? I changed the... Oh, you changed the tab. But yeah, so... The police were... Co- nothing happened, obviously. They no. just had a word with both of them. Presuming the man got told... Just keep it away from him, and the neighbours got it down a bit, and, and the neighbours got told, "Stop being fucking idiots." Yeah. Moving on to our last story now, because we've bended your ear for long enough. Yeah. Um, this is to do with schools slash medical officials from the NHS. Um, this is about an eleven-year-old girl who currently weighs seven and a half stone, but she's received a letter after the school weighed her. Um saying she is overweight. Now, this is happening all over the place. Now, this 11-year-old girl has been reduced to tears because the letter is basically, in her words, saying that she is fat. Now, now if you don't look get at- me wrong. Before we get into this, there are girls and boys who are seriously overweight. They need a diet. It needs sorting. The problem... But- sorry. The problem is that the <coughs> system in which we calculate if someone is overweight or without not without going into the realms of spending lots of without money actually physically taking samples and t- tests all the rest of it uh, the simple BF- BMI, the BMI scale which was developed by the army during the wars to quickly assess um, who was there who was good who was shit yes however which in that scenario is perfect in the if emergency you... type scenario that they had, it was perfect. However, yes. it's a flawed and ridiculous system because you could take someone like Arnold Schwarzenegger, who we all know is a fit and healthy man. He's built with muscle. He is obviously going to be... A... Certainly in his younger days as well. Yes. Not so much now, but in his younger he days. He was going to always be a very fit, healthy, strong, heavy man yeah because of the muscle muscle as we know weighs more than fat now if you do his bmi he would be classed as more than likely morbidly, morbidly obese. obese or what is it now they've got super morbidly obese yes. now aren't they however how is he stupidly morbidly obese because he's fit he's healthy he's got a lot of muscle the body is in peak condition it's prime it's healthy okay he's not out of breath after running 100 metres. He's not out of breath climbing the stairs. He's not in bad shape. But according to his BMI, which is a ridiculous concept, he is morbidly obese. They do this to sports people, to rugby players. Rugby players are the worst for it because they have to pack on the pounds and muscle. Well, depending on what... um, Position they're in. Yeah, thank you. That's what I was looking... I couldn't think of the word position. But they, they pack on the weight in muscle and fat. And their class is morbidly obese, but they're not because they can run around on a fucking you know, rugby pitch for I'll 18 I'll tell you minutes. the worst ones are, for it, for falling prey to the BMI, power lifters. Because what they've got is their muscle, but then what they do is they have about a quarter inch of fat, and that's called supportive fat. And they need that... To or, stop the muscle from tearing and ripping away. No. When they lift, the belt isn't enough to keep the spine straight. So the fat actually cushions it. Because otherwise it would go, muscle belt, which is hard as well because it's hard leather, and their spine would break. So that's why they have supportive fat. 
But to turn around to a girl... And I mean, we're looking at her now. She's not fat. She's not fat. And at 11, I don't think that they should be worrying <laughs> about it so much. Unless there is a serious weight problem. You need... When they're doing this, they need to, A, look at the child as well. Yeah, I mean... I... I, I went to I'm, school I'm, with... I'm, I myself, sorry. I'm, I'm 18 and a half stone. Okay? I am large. I'm not what people would look at and go, oh my God, he is fucking well fat. No, you wouldn't. I am chubby. He's a big guy, but... I'm a big dude. I've got... I've, I'm lucky because If he I'm, spent a week at a gym, though, he'd look like fucking Hulk I'm Hogan. I'm lucky because you're not. I'm tall and broad. Yeah. Um, but I do have a man boob. It is a sizable B or C cup. It is a but handful. But you could get... Yours, you could I get could, rid of I could tone my physique if I had any gumption about me, which I don't. Uh, but I do have a belly, okay? I am fat. He's not pregnant, but it's a belly. If I go to the doctors, the doctor would tell me to lose weight because I am Which, overweight. don't get me wrong, he could spare to lose a couple yeah, of pounds. I'm not saying I couldn't. But if he was to look at me, you would think, well, yes, he's he's portly, he's, he's a chubby fella, but he looks healthy. You know what your look almost looks like? Someone who used to go to the gym all yeah. the fucking time and then stopped. But, That's what your figure would say to most people, but, I reckon. But she is not like she that. She is not like that. But She even, looks like she might do so gymnastics. You, but you look at a person, before you just go, all right, well, your weight says you're this, right? Well, I'm sorry, but weight isn't everything. Because you can look at someone that is seven and a half stone, for instance. Now, if she, was, if she wasn't as tall as she was, and she was, I don't know, three foot four. Then certainly. She would look fat. Yeah. But being at her height, which I'm looking at, is probably around about five foot. Probably, yeah. Probably a bit smaller, but around about the four foot, four, four, four nine, four nine five foot region. Yeah. She's a she looks like a healthy weight. Move up to if she was in the five foot six six foot region, she would look ridiculously thin. Yeah. Um, she looks to me like she could do gymnastics or something. But I don't know. I think that it's absolutely... I mean, I, I agree. My brother is a, a chubby chap yeah. like me. He runs in the family. You know, we're all chubby. Except for your mother. Well, that's another story entirely. <laughs> um, well, that was because she was fat and then she developed eating she, disorders and right. ruined her body. Fair enough, then. Um, <laughs> which is what this is going to do, by yeah. the way. Um, which is what what I was coming on to. But my brother is a chubby fellow. Um, he, you know, he plays a little bit too much Xbox, doesn't spend enough time outside. But he, when he does go outside, he does ride his bike. He's just, he is quite active when he's yeah. outside. But he received a letter saying that he was overweight because they weighed him in school, and then they don't understand what that does to the psychology of the child. But. It's not just the child that it's affecting. No. Now, my mum, as I've just mentioned there, has is um, still in recovery, always will be, but has eating disorders. Uh, bulimia, mainly. Um, and uh, also a tad of anorexia. Uh, which is why, if you looked at my mum, she looks unhealthy. She's too thin for what she is. Fortunately, she seems to have a good skin gene because she doesn't have that horrible skin that a no, lot of anorexic or bulimics no. get. But... They send a letter home to my brother uh, and my mother saying... Um, he's overweight. He's overweight. And my mum, having an eating disorder, then starts going, right, well, he's too fat, which means he can't eat this, he can't do this. And she goes over the top with it. Fridge to gets thrown in the bin, salads almost, become the normal. Almost to the point that she herself 
potentially does a little bit she of... could have a relapse yeah but not just that but also potentially say say things that would almost be if it was another child would be construed as bullying yeah because of her mindset because of what the school have said in the letter it doesn't just affect him he starts thinking he's fat and people are going to pick on him yeah so my mum tells him that it's going to happen because the letter says that it's going to happen or the letter says he's obese and that's where it, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's not just affecting the children; it affects everybody. So, this girl now quite clearly says that she's fat. She says, "I'm fat." It says so in the letter. The letter says, "I'm fat." She's not fat. She's nowhere near what anybody no, with eyeballs would consider fat. A mum could probably stand to lose a couple of pounds, but I'm guessing she's probably pumped out a couple of kids. She probably doesn't look she's after mumsy. herself as well as she's she the could. mumsy. It's the mumsy look. It is. You pop out but, a couple of kids, you put on a few pounds, it happens. Yeah, unless you know, unless you looking, want to looking, She's not fat. Looking at her, she's she was told in the letter she needed to slim down to six stone five pounds. She needed to lose over a stone in weight. No, she does not. How dare they? I mean, who the fuck are they? To turn around and say, because of this scale that we developed a century... Almost a century Almost ago. a century ago... Um, we believe that due to this old technology, you are fat. No, you're not fat at all, love. You are absolutely the right sort of shape for your body. Yeah, you are. She doesn't look unhealthy. She doesn't look like she indulges too much in McDonald's. She like probably does, but... But she looks like a healthy kid. Yeah. And she's fucking 11 years of age. 11. She shouldn't even. I tell you what. She I, should not even be worried about her weight to this degree until she's an adult, and even then, who gives a shit? The end of the day. But she's the point unless is, she, unless regardless she, of anything, and she's not overweight. They were wrong to send this letter. If if she was eleven, right, and she was seventeen and a half stone, then yeah, almost yeah. certainly, yeah, definitely. If she was fourteen stone. Maybe send a letter saying, look, you maybe need to look in at the diet. Something's not quite right Cut the right sweets, here. maybe, for a little bit. Between yeah. where she is now, up to, say, I would say about nine stone, where she would be on the chubbier side. Yeah. Um, shouldn't say fuck all, because she's healthy. And it's Maybe what, if she's at the nine stone, just send a letter to mum and just say, keep an arm what she's eating, or there's the risk yeah. of her becoming over. What happened to when you were a kid and you was a little bit chubby? And everyone will go, I don't worry about that, mate. It's just puppy fat. Yeah. Well, you grow out of that. And well, you do. You do. Where the fuck's the puppy fat I'll tell you what, mate. If in, if in five, six, seven years, your your kid gets this letter, I, I'm i not being horrible, but I ain't going nowhere near that fucking school because you're going to blow the fucker up. So we're going to end there. I hope that, that is a ridiculous article. I hope that we have convinced you to not send your children to schools anymore because they're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Homeschooling's the way of the future. No, honestly though, guys, regarding all this bullshit with kids, start sending letters. If your kid suffers this, tell the school, tell the governors, tell the council, get it fucking fixed and make it clear. Look, I pay me taxes for this bullshit. They're not going to bully my kids. Not exactly. Because um, they are. And then, also, I hope that we can just sort of make you realise that you shouldn't be taking dog shopping in cars um, or if you do you need to make sure someone can take those dogs out and about also don't leave your kid in a fucking car because you need to and the idea act of putting, like a responsible human yeah, being and the idea of putting something valuable in there if your kid is not the most valuable thing in your life do do and or your dog 
do me a favour. If it's your dog, go if to it's the alive, R- go to the RSPCA and say, I'm sorry, I cannot cope with this. If it's a kid, go to the adoption agency and say, I'm sorry, I cannot cope with this child. D- do the kid or the dog a favour. If that is not the most important thing in your life and you would rather sit on your phone... Yeah. Then, don't get me wrong, while the kid's playing, if you want to sit on your phone and the kid's playing happily, that's fine. But if you would rather grab your phone first and grab your kid... Yeah. Don't. You just need just to go, start go and, acting go like and give humans. It away. Just go the, and give it away. The highly evolved, intelligent beings that we're supposed to be. <clears throat> that's what we need to start remembering that that's what we are rather than acting like chimps. But anyway, we're going to wrap this up here, guys. It's uh, been a long one. Uh, another hour and 45 minute episode, oh, guys. I'm going to have fun editing this, aren't I? So, yeah. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for your continued support. As always, please share, share, share and get us some more Le- listeners. Leave a comment if you want. If you want to put weigh in, weigh in on anything, especially yeah. the... Um, Think about games. Um, the more comments that we get, the more likely it will be that we'll be able to do a section in the show that we can basically, basically answer your we, comments. We drop a news story and do a few comments. Yeah, we'll be able to uh, you know, look at your comments and whatever else and talk to you guys about those as well. So thank you for listening. I've been Callum. He's been Anthony. Bye. Bye.